one thing okay. that I deeply admire about you. It's your willingness to try new things with like this 100% abandon, which I love. I love that. If you did something that was a mistake, you will take 100% responsibility. And I've done this with you where I would come to you and like, babe, I need you to listen. This is how I feel. No matter how hard it is, you will listen and you will apologize for your part. You take full responsibility for the mistake. All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Interracial Couple Podcast. Wait, it's not all black and white. My name is Sarah. And I am Matthew. And we are continuing our journey through the Lover's Journal, which is a journal for couples that uh, helps map our journey through love and harmony and harmony and really towards building a healthier relationship. Sometimes when I say that, I, I get this sort of thought of like, well, what if my relationship's already healthy? You can always, just because it's healthy doesn't mean it can even be deeper and healthier. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not more healthy, just healthier. Yeah. No, I, but I, 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 I've thought about that quite a bit because... I actually feel like we have, I, I just, I feel so fortunate with the relationship that we have. Okay. And I feel like we have a really good one. And yet at the same time, I, our, my relationship is sufficient unto today. Like I have a great relationship today. But if I rest on these laurels, it's, it's not necessarily good enough for tomorrow because I'm not either. Like I want to be, you know, I want to continue my own process of development into today, tomorrow, next year, next decade. And I think that's true for my relationship as well. Yeah, I think that what what I'm realizing is that what some of the things that make relationship feel kind of dead and boring and I don't know, it's that the couples don't evolve together. And I think this guided journal or this journal is really great because it's meant for couples to do it together so you're growing together and you're getting to know what has what is changing in my partner what is important to her today yeah. that wasn't important to her i don't know last year you know or a couple of years before that like who is the woman that she's becoming who is the man that he's becoming like what are his dreams so it kind of like is that place where I think we meet and we spend a lot of time together, but just doing this journal is just making me realize so much things about where I am in our relationship and where our relationship has is and where I want it to go. Yeah. And I think there's this thing that you often hear when people are struggling around a breakup time or a divorce time is this idea that we've grown apart, you know, and... And, oh, someone has changed so much. Right, you're not the man I married. You're not the woman I married, this kind of thing. I hope they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you'd be a 50-year-old divorcing a 20-year-old. That would be kind of weird. Like, we grow apart, but we can actually also grow totally individually and actually still maintain a really strong relationship. And there are t areas of our relationship, and we've, we've talked about this before, where like there were, a couple of years ago, we spent, we had a great year. We spent so much time together, but for four months out of the year at different times, we were not at, we were not in the same country. 
you know, and then even during that period of time when we were in the same country, there were times where like I went to stay at your mom's place or you were at your mom's place and I was at home. So there were these different times that we were apart from each other for extended periods of time or not extended on, you know, shorter periods of time. We have our own interests, our own growth. And I think that there are ways and for us for certain that we can continue to grow as individuals while also strengthening, you know, our connection. Yeah, I think what happens for most of the times is that people grow individually and they don't, there's nothing that brings them together, to grow together. So it's, I think what, I don't know, but I think mostly like when couples say that, you know, someone has changed so much is that maybe some other person has been doing so much growth, but the other one is not aware of like the work that, because there's so much to life, like just, you know, yeah, like couples, like you can be, you can be in the same house and not sharing so much, especially like I can imagine if you have kids and you're busy and you're tired and you have a job that this journal is like, it kind of feels like it's the thing that brings the two of you together to sit down and see like, you know, what's working, what's not working, where are we at? Right. And you can be very, very different. Like you and I are not. We come from very different places. We are different races. We're different genders. We're different cultures. Our mother tongues are different. There are so many differences. And those differences don't actually have to be cavernous ravines between us. They actually, in our case, it makes us stronger. For some people, that's not the case. But when it's not the case, why isn't it? And what are the things that you can say, this makes, it's our it's our vast differences that are our strengths. And there has to come back to, we talked about this last week, this mutual respect. And if I have this respect, even if I don't agree with what you're saying, I can respect it and I can trust your own process that I can then be like, you know what? Hey, you doing you is not like you do you, fine. But it's yeah. like, yes. You, do you, and I'll do me and these places where we connect. Let's strengthen those bonds towards our healthiest possible relationship where our love becomes stronger, where our relationship really thrives. Yeah, so we are on week 15 of the Lava's Journal this week. Do you want to read us a quote? And just so for those people who are like tuning in today, the Lava's Journal usually has three guided questions and it has a quote. Yep. So do you want to read the quote of the week? I will. It is the most important thing in life is to learn how to give out love and let it come back in. That's from Maury Schwartz, who I believe is a pretty, uh, right? Maury Schwartz, I think, is a famous um, uh, therapist, if I remember correctly. I do not know him. Yep. Um, And I I could be totally wrong if If somebody knows how I'm wrong. Maury could be a woman. Could be. They could be them. He's not. (laughs) 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 So the most important thing is to learn how to give love out and let it come in. I think those things can be really, really hard. And I will say that when I think back on my own journey in love, actually learning how to receive love was hard. You know, I find that there's a certain catharsis for me or a comfort in saying like, I'm going to be there for you. And... That's just not possible to sustain over long periods of time. It's also like I have to, I really had to learn how to be loved. And I remember on my 40th birthday, we hadn't been together for very long and you didn't give me a gift, which was okay. (laughs) But a year later, you gave me an Apple watch. 
and you're like, here, I didn't give you anything last year. And I really wanted an Apple Watch. But it was so hard for me to accept that. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I was almost depressed for like a little we, while. It was like, it was this like, oh no. oh no, like I can't do this. It's so hard. Like I, that's too much. That, you know, and I also knew you were still a student. So like that was too big. Like, no, you can't do that. And I was a student, to, but I was making a lot of money at that time. Okay. That was really kind and it was really hard for me. And I was like, I don't know if I can. And I said, I don't know if I can accept this gift. And you, you're not sentimental like I am. And you're no, like, I am. <laughs> you're like, dude, yeah, you better get used to it. If you're going to be with me, I'm going to do nice things for you. I'm going to give you nice gifts. But that's this thing of like letting the love come in. Some people, it's easy. They're like, I can, you know, I can let it in. Like they're, you know, takers. Sometimes you even hear in like relationships, people talk about someone's a vampire. They're sucking a lot of energy or whatever. And some people give, you know, are the kind of the opposite. I'm definitely more of a giver. And so learning how to let love come in was a challenge. And we put that here in week 15 because it is so important. And you were a big part of helping me to get to really be able to fully appreciate the love coming in. Oh, that's nice to know <laughs> about myself. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. I'm, I'm going to keep you around as long as you'll have me. <laughs> Kicking off this week, I will start by sharing one thing okay. that I deeply admire about you, my lover, my Ooh. partner. I am all yours. I'm all yours. My fiance. I am listening. <laughs> Um, it's your willingness to try new things with like this hundred percent like abandon, which I love. It's like, and so currently, uh, a couple weeks ago, Sarah and I decided that we were going to start waking up at four thirty in the morning. Which I know. means we have to go to bed at like nine o'clock at night, <laughs> which is totally crazy. Um, and we won't get any reasons for it. It was, it was not even like, mm, we've got this big reason for it. It was just, I had been backpacking for a long weekend and Sarah had been fasting. We were just wiped and we just went to bed early and we went to bed so early, we woke up super early. We're like, this is kind of cool. Like, let's keep doing this. And we are. You're not a morning person, but you're like, you're just willing to try new things. I'm not a morning person, but I'm gonna try this with not like, I'm gonna try this and prove that I'm right, <laughs> that I don't like to get up in the morning. <laughs> You're like, I am willing to try new things with the assumption that it's going to work. I admire deeply about you. Oh, thank you. I don't know if I'm loving waking up at 4.30, but I'm gonna try it on for a while. Yeah. I, or maybe forever, who knows? I definitely don't love it, but there are things about it that, that yeah. I definitely like a lot. Like, there are things that I'm really excited about. And like, so I go to bed early. Like, what am I missing out on? A little TV? Yeah. Leaving dinner at my brother's house a little earlier? Yeah, so what? Being the party pooper? Yeah. We haven't done that. Like, it's COVID. We're not going out. It's the perfect time to try it on. Yeah, it's working. So, this, I, I shared this with you. I think it was yesterday or the day before about how you don't take things. And not just things, like shit, seriously. Like... The way I feel like some, in some ways, the way you talk about like things that I'm thinking would be traumatic for anyone else is that you speak of them with so much ease. I'm not going to go into details about the specific of 
what I was talking to you about. Well, we could just say the one thing was it was something from my teenage years, and it was some difficult situations with with parents and being embarrassed by parents in a pretty substantial fashion. Correct. And the way you talked about it was like giving the parent like the benefit of the doubt, like they're human beings, they are bound to make mistakes. And so what? You know? And I was just like, dude, how we were talking to a friend and I was like, there's so many people that I know that their parents did something to them and they are dealing with like a lot of trauma, you know, and I will speak for myself. Like I did not grow up with a father and until my 30s, it's like it was really, really difficult to let that go. And I think I just, you know, I was like, you know, my dad did what he did. He's, I don't know his reasons and I'm just not, I'm, I'm just going to live my life, you know, like. He has his own trauma. He has his own demons. You know, I don't know what he's dealing with. And I forgive him, you know. And yeah, was my life difficult because he was in my life? Yes, it was. But whatever happened, happened. But it not, that did not come easy for me. But for you, some of the things like, I don't know, parents did, like, it's just like you're just like... Yeah, you just it's so easy for you to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I so admire you for that because I expect it's going to be like a big deal. And those things keep showing up. Like someone will say something shitty and you're going to think like it's funny or it's silly. And then you're just going to let it go. And I'm like, wait, no, they did not say that. They did not do that. And you're just like, yeah, they did. (laughs) (laughs) I can, so, <laughs> I can think of some of those examples you're speaking of. I've had to, yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like mm-hmm. it's when you say like your mom was like, can you believe that so-and-so got divorced? And you're like, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> of course I believe that they got divorced. It's just, you know, someone else would be like shocked about it, but you don't, like, things don't phase you yeah, easily. That's true. Things don't. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, uh, helps to be curious. It's like, well, what's the purpose of that? What's that purpose of that in my life? So, yeah. I love that about you. (laughs) So here we are in week 15. One of the prompts is write down a compliment for your lover and tell it to them. Yeah. So you want to tell it to me? I would be glad to. As I mentioned, one of the things that I deeply admire about you is how you show up 100% in your life. Like when we think back on you know that you're like 100% not a morning person. Yeah. So for a while ago, you made really emphatically, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting up early. This is ridiculous. It's not when I'm at my best. I am 100% committed to getting up whenever I want, and then I will work as late as I need to. You did that 100%. And now you're doing the exact opposite 100%. I admire that. (laughs) And I'm saying this, this is like really, as a compliment, it's really important that one thing could be like, well, you used to say you were not a morning person and now you are a morning person or there could be this kind of like like well just pick what you are or you know be how you're going to be or whatever but but the way that you commit a hundred percent and then you're willing to commit a hundred percent to something that's like the opposite i think that at least in my mind there's a part of me says well if you committed to one to one thing a hundred percent and then you go commit to the opposite thing a hundred percent it's like it cancels it out it's like now you're at zero percent yeah but to me, I'm like, no, I think that's you 
it makes it like now 200%. You are willing to really jump in and say, you know what, I'm going to go in 100% on this. And then I'm going to go in 100% on this other thing with a real willingness to be like, I'm not trying to prove myself right. I'm trying to just continue to explore and have fun and try new things. Life is long. Let's enjoy it. And so, boy, it just makes life a real enjoyable adventure with you. Thank you for being such an amazing partner. Thank you for that compliment. And I do have a hard time hearing compliments. Were you blushing just now? I was (laughs) blushing. But I was also really committed, as you said, 100% to accepting and receiving that compliment. Some friends a couple months ago gave me a compliment and then I said, but, and then she was like, just take it. It just doesn't come all the time. And I was like, it just really hit me hard to just hear her say, just, just take the compliment, you know, and I've been taking the compliments in. So thank you. Yeah. Nice. But now it's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing that I love, love about you is that people can say shit and hard things to you. Like I've had people call you and on your shit and you fully take responsibility for it. Like you will listen. And if you did something that was a mistake, you will take 100% responsibility. And I've done this with you where I would come to you and be like, babe, I need you to listen. Like, this is how I feel. And you're like, you will, no matter how hard it is, you will listen and you will apologize for your part. You take full responsibility for the mistakes. So, Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to be there for you. (laughs) (laughs) In closing for for today, how can you show up more authentically for your lover this week? And this is a real great one for everyone listening today is really this question of how can I show up more authentically for my lover? If you're not with a lover or you don't have a spouse or a significant other or whatever, you can actually, how can I show up more authentically for someone in my life? Oh, or for yourself. Or it could be yourself. It could be a parent. It could be a child. It could be yourself. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. You know, there are times certainly where I can be dismissive of somebody because I've already pegged them for how I think they are. My mom is this way. My dad's that way. My brother is this way. My sister-in-law is that way. And to say, you know what? I actually want to meet you today really authentically. And so... For me, um, the way I want to show up more authentically for you this week is I'm just going to tell you, I had my meditation this morning. A lot of times, you know, for anyone who meditates, a little bit or a lot knows that there are times or most of the time somewhere in in that department where your mind is just racing at a million miles an hour and you're like, oh yeah, breathe. And then you breathe, like get through half a breath and then you're already on to the next thing. Today I had like a few minutes of this just true feeling of presence. And I wasn't needing to even use my breath to remind me to be present. I was just present. And it felt so good. And I was like, I I want to bring that type of presence that I felt this morning into my relationship with you this week, into the way I listen, into the way that I show up for you. I have to say that is one of the reasons I fell in love with you was how present you would be. And the other compliment I actually forgot 
is that you would be present and you have these sexy eyes and you'd just be looking at me because um, you were there. And I would just be like, ooh, I want this guy. <laughs> well, let's be honest. You had to look at my eyes because I had a big, huge, like Wyatt Earp mustache. <laughs> and she hates mustaches. So she's like focusing so much on my eyes. And, you know, and so I was able to hypnotize her. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to take the compliment in that you have really sexy eyes Aww. and gorgeous eyes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so for me this week, I am going to commit to listening to you. I am the talker in this relationship. And I guess like most women are the talkers in their relationship, but this week I'm going to commit to listening more and talking less. Help me God. Yeah, that's my commitment. Okay, we'll check in next week and see how we did on our commitments. That'll be fun. And for everyone listening, we urge you to just really bring that into question for this week. And uh, if you have some great insight uh, that you would like to share, always make sure to reach out to us, info at loversunlimited.co. You can, of course, DM us at, at Journal for Lovers on Instagram. You can email us, info at loversunlimited.co where you can go and check out the Lovers Journal and get one for yourself and for your lover. And there you have it. Have an amazing and powerful week full of love. We'll see you next time. See you next time.